When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, you filthy animals, to the 34th episode of Blockbuster Mentality, your favorite place to go for all things movies. It is Friday, November 4th, 2016. I am your host, Ben Seacord. With me, as always, is your co-host, Brandon H. I have no clue tonight. I'm just so I know. This is full <laughs> of excitement to get I know. to this This, this is this. an interesting episode, folks. We are... Splicing and dicing. Uh, we're going to do our Doctor Strange review. But guess what? I'm saying this when we haven't even seen it yet. Because <laughs> I'm going to be throwing it, throwing it away to future us in a minute here. <laughs> Studio magic, folks. Studio magic. That's right. All right. So sit back, relax. Let's talk some movies. Uh, first thing, as always, uh, we're going to go over the past week's box office results. Just going to give the results quickly here. Uh, because we have an abbreviated uh, show tonight, because we have a we have a movie to catch. Um, but so the box office results this week uh, coming in number one. What do you know? Second week in a row. Boo! <laughs> yes, and the rest of that title is Amadea Halloween with seventeen point two million. Uh, number two, Inferno with fourteen point eight million. Number three, Jack Reacher, Never Go Back with $9.6 million. Number four, The Accountant with $8.4 million. And rounding out the top five is Ouija Origin of Evil, $7.1 million. Dude, I'm still shaking my head up, boo. But I know. Are you serious? Jeez. Dude, Jack Reacher, and it took out Inferno the second week. Yeah, and we, we weren't here last week, so we didn't get to give the results in its first week. I don't think our predictions in the previous week had it in even the top five. I don't think either of us had it. Maybe you did, but I, I definitely didn't. Um, so yeah, that that took me by surprise as well. So let's uh, now throw it to future us uh, for the Doctor Strange review. Thanks, guys. Well, I'm a lot more tired than I was a second ago when I just introduced the Doctor Strange review. <laughs> that is an understatement. Do not <laughs> go by our voices right now. We're just utterly whipped, but... God, what a great movie. Yeah. Surprisingly when, better than what I thought it was going to be. Um, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, give me some of your thoughts on it. Well, I just want to start off by your comment. This is probably, besides Ant-Man, one of the movies I would say that during the whole entire week waiting for it to come out, I wasn't super overly excited. I was happy it was coming out, but I wasn't jumping up and down for joy and, right. and anticipation. But you know what? I feel like when I do that, the movies come out so much better. This was... um Definitely a surprise for me. Definitely enjoyed it. Very entertaining. Um, why can I not say his name right now? Probably because I'm half half asleep. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, great job um, portraying uh, Stephen Strange. Definitely loved his attitude, his arrogance in the movie. Uh, the turning points. We're not going to ruin it for you, but the story he go through goes through during the movie to get to the outcome where he comes at the end, out at the end of the movie. Loved it. Cannot wait to see him interact with other characters from uh, other Marvel movies. Um, great action sequences. Uh, all supporting characters were good. Uh, there was right amount of comedy. 
right amount of action visually it was stunning i mean it was like watching inception on drugs yeah um so much trippy stuff but yeah i don't know what would you think yeah i mean i'm right there with you great great acting i wasn't uh excited for it like all week Usually when a Marvel movie or, you know, a uh, movie like this is coming out, I'm excited all week for it and just seems like time is standing still because the movie's not out yet. But, um, but yeah, this, I was just kind of like, eh, yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot that comes out today. Um, but, yeah, I was totally taken by surprise, uh, which I don't know why. I was getting good reviews and everything like that. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, it was way better than I expected. Like you said, Benedict Cumberbatch's per- Batch's performance was outstanding. Uh, I thought, you know, I bought everything uh, he did. Um, even is going as far as his American accent. I mean, oh, that absolutely. was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I Tilda Swinton as uh, the Ancient One really worked for me. I wasn't sure how that was going to play out when I was seeing the trailers. That worked out well. I liked how... Um, they explained how everything worked. Mm-hmm. I think they made it so, you know, it was a little confusing, but I think they did it in a way where, you know, they gave it you enough information. They didn't just try to overload you with information. I thought the, the, the pacing of the movie was great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it never, you know, dragged on. They just basically jumped right into the story. I mean, you know, you got a quick glimpse of him in a, you know, as a surgeon, and then it just jumps into, you know, how he gets to where he is at the end. Um, like you said, the action was great. I thought the the whole third act was just outstanding. One of the best of any Marvel movie. Just you, he, you finally see him. I, I think the the character development right there is where it takes the turning point. I think his character development in the movie was just outstanding. Um, and yeah, just overall, just very thrilled with it. I think special effects were amazing. Like you said, inception, you know, got a lot of that, but I think, yeah, it's just, you know, we're a few years past inception. I think the technology's gotten even better mm-hmm. since then. So the, the, the action sequences were awesome. And yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I can't find too much wrong with this movie. No, I mean, uh, all those, even all supporting characters, I felt carried their load that they were supposed to carry. None of the supporting characters dragged the movie or helped slow it down. I felt the way they were into the script, even the ones that had minor parts, their minor parts were good enough to carry the story. It didn't, it didn't hinder in any way. Make sure you stay for the whole entire movie, including yep. to the very end. There is two, there's a mid credit and an end credit scene, so check that out. Definitely sets up stuff for future movies. Yep. Um, yeah, I loved the mid credit scene. That was great. Yeah. Um, obviously not going to give anything away. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I, I, I really like this movie. Trying to think of something negative about it, uh, just to give you folks an idea. I mean, do, do, do you have anything negative uh, that you would say about it? Things you have done differently? I mean, or? Wow. Believe it or not. Yeah. Is this a movie where you really can't pick out a negative? I mean, I'm sure I could if I was more awake. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. But I mean, one thing I can think of is, I mean, with any Marvel movie, I mean, the villain, you know, uh, yeah, I was about to say villain. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it wasn't. I mean, because you had Mads Mikkelsen, and then there's this other villain that's kind of in the background. I don't want to give too much away about that. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just, you know, kind of gives 
him something to fight for, you know, him as in Doctor Strange, something to fight for. I thought Mads Mikkelsen's performance as, you know, the villain was fine. It was good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it wasn't, you know, it's not going to go down as the best Marvel villain of all time. That's for sure. It's just, Absolutely. it was just there. It's an origin story. So you don't really need to have an outstanding villain. You want it to focus on, you know, the Stephen Strange, Doctor Strange's uh, origin and how his character develops. But, uh, but yeah, overall, just, I, I had a lot of fun watching this movie. Can't, I want to watch it, you know, again when i'm more awake yeah definitely uh, gonna watch it again and if you can definitely check it out in imax and check it out in 3d it adds a lot of depth to the movie um the visual like i said the visuals as far as the movie goes were absolutely amazing um yeah if you can check it out in imax 3d definitely do that by all means and um yeah i think it's a movie you're gonna enjoy my friends absolutely definitely check it out in the theater if you can even if you don't do uh, IMAX 3D. Uh, obviously, I recommend IMAX 3D, but if not, it's still a movie you want to see in the theater. It's worth it. Um, that's for sure. So, uh, rating. Uh, we usually do a ten, one out of ten scale rating. What uh, What would you give this? I'd give it a hard eight. <laughs> eight. Eight point. Yeah. Eight point five. Eight. Eight. I'll stick with an eight. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's I wish what I, I remember what I ranked the other movies, but. Um, yeah, I know. We're gonna have to go back and look. Well, we'll we'll go back because uh, next week we'll do because this was the final uh, comic book movie of twenty twenty sixteen, uh, the sixth and final one. So we'll kind of do a recap next week um, and let you know what uh, what our rankings are for that, and you know what we ranked each one as well. We'll go back and listen to some episodes and let you guys know that and uh but yeah i give it an eight i was gonna give it a solid eight too i'm i'm sticking with it and you guys will see there's not much competition when you listen uh later on in the show uh, I'm, I'm giving it a solid eight as well it's exactly what i was thinking um so yeah eight out of ten so yeah final comic book movie uh next movie i'm really looking forward to obviously is star wars but uh but yeah this this satisfied me very much and i'm i'm glad i'm glad i i saw it i'm kind of glad I, I had low expectations for it but uh but yeah i think you guys will really enjoy this well we're about to turn it back over to the past yeah we're gonna you're gonna be listening to past ben and brandon coming up please enjoy the rest of the show and you know it's a little weird your neighbor's outside it's about almost <laughs> one in the morning he's watering his yard i yeah. feel like i'm in area indiana or are you afraid of the dark he, he just stared at us <laughs> so yeah, yeah that was it was really creepy yeah he's just watering his lawn pitch black but uh but yeah that's that's where we are but uh let's hop into the phone booth and uh send it on back to past ben and brandon guys What's up All next right. in news? <laughs> All right, back to you guys. Thanks, Ben and Brandon. We appreciate that. Very good review. Very My name's good. Not Brandon. It's Tom. <laughs> um, I, I wish I knew how they liked it, but let's let's hope they said it was yeah, it was great. It better be good, or I'm so gonna choke you. We just we future just future self is gonna choke past Ben in a minute. <laughs> we just Bill and Ted this be up in here. All right, so our first uh, news story of the week got that was supposed to be a Tommy gun. I'm sorry. That was very good. What Tommy gun, Tom Hardy. Oh, snap. Yep. Tom Hardy uh, is attached to play all time. Amer uh, American gangster. 
Who other than Al Capone in the movie called Fonzo? Uh, the project is written and uh, directed by Josh Trank, uh, which you might know him from Fantastic Four. Um, don't let that, you know, get <sighs> under your skin. But hey, you know, we got to give the guy another shot. This is going to be an independent film. Uh, so yeah, uh, Tom Hardy is going to star as Al Capone. Uh, it's going to center on Capone in the final days of his life. Uh, the real-life Capone died in 1947 at the age of 48. It centers on, uh, obviously, Al Capone, the ruthless, ruthless businessman and bootlegger who ruled Chicago with an iron fist before being famously taken down by Elliot Ness. After a de- nearly a decade of imprisonment, dementia rots his mind, and his past becomes present as harrowing memories of his violent and brutal origins melt into his waking life. And speaking of Chicago, real quick, congratulations to the Chicago Cubs for winning the World Series. First oh. time in over 100 years. Where's it? We didn't have an applause one for that. I know, we, I we should have, have an applause, and it's right here. Congratulations, Cubs. You did it. You finally did it. Do you think the, the moon's made out of cheese? <laughs> Cubs win! Cubs win! Um, what do you think about this, Brandon? I mean, Tom Hardy, Al Tom Capone. Hardy, I'm all, I'm all for that. Uh, Josh Tank. <laughs> yeah, he did uh, tank, didn't he? Not so much on that one, but, you know, if anybody can carry a movie at this point right now that I can see carrying a movie, definitely our boy Tom Hardy. So, um, excited for that casting. I think he'll make an awesome Al Capone. I think he's got the, the range to, to portray that. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, so... I just can't wait to see it. Like you, yeah. Once again, I'm gonna steal your little catchphrase. Uh, can't wait to see it on the trailer. Pretty yeah, much, so. exactly. Let's see a trailer. Gotta see a trailer. Uh, yeah, I, I love this. I mean, anything Tom Hardy is cast in, I love the subject matter. I'm a, obviously a big mob mob movie guy, uh, so I I find this very interesting. I think he can really pull off uh, this role, make it menacing, make it. Uh, Make it his own. I mean, obviously, he's going to be... I assume they're going to do flashback scenes to his younger days. I mean, because Tom Hardy's obviously not as old as uh, Capone was while he was in jail. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't let, you know, the director, uh, you know hinder your view of what this movie might be i mean yeah he had that uh mess of a fantastic four film but there was a lot of uh studio involvement in that a lot of hands on that touching it uh wasn't really his vision on that um so i wouldn't fault him too much and you know you got to think tom hardy's gonna sign on to something of substance you know he Mm -hmm. obviously has faith in this guy he's not going to just sign on to anything so that gives me faith in the movie so yeah i'm all for this anything tom hardy's attached to sign me up so yeah like you said let's see a trailer it comes out uh it's due in 2017 sometime you got to think you know it's just being announced so you got to think maybe later 2017 maybe maybe oscar oscar season time and it's going to be produced by ridley scott uh so that's another uh encouraging note on it so uh, yeah uh, this is this is great i i'm totally looking forward to this yes tom hardy yes sir speaking of uh uh directors what uh what happened what happened this well, past like couple we said weeks? we weren't able to throw a podcast out last week but um for those that don't know uh the director of deadpool tom miller um decided to part ways with ryan reynolds and company uh they weren't seeing I guess they were having creative differences on the way they approached the movie. I guess from the article I read, Ryan Reynolds wanted to keep it more along the same way they had Deadpool 1. 
Of course, Tim Miller wanted to uh, have a bigger budget and do d- different things. Another thing was the casting of Cable, I guess. He was very set on... Um, Kyle Chandler? Kyle Chandler, uh, mm-hmm. from what the, the report said. So it sucks, but you know what? If you're going to find somebody who can produce an action movie, next director up that's being eyed for the movie, um, David Leach. Uh, we might, you might know him from John Wick. It's going to be uh, John Wick Part 2. And uh, what do you think about that casting? I think that's our casting, that director. Um, I think he's got the right temperament. His, his movie vision... With John Wick, I think that's almost a perfect director to fill in that spot. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I mean, I think the uh, the director choice is great for yeah. So yeah, it's Deadpool two. Um, we're we're talking about here. Yeah, David Leach. Yeah, I mean, it has the same John Wick had the same like kind of stylized violence as as Deadpool had. Um, some hu- not as much humor as Deadpool had, but some humor. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think he can totally pull this off. Um, Tim Miller, uh, draw, draw, I guess he dropped out, it says. I mean, I'm sure he was kind of almost kicked out, but uh, it's a little discouraging. Um, but at the same time, I mean, Ryan Reynolds is the one behind it. He was behind the first one. He was an active producer on it. Um, this is his vision, his project. So, I mean, you got to side with Ryan Reynolds no matter what the actual details are. We obviously don't know yeah. exactly what happened um, a hundred percent. Um, so, and it seems like they still are, you know, on good terms and everything. It's just, you know, the vision of the movie just wasn't on, on par with each other. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I don't think it's in trouble or anything like that. As long as Ryan Reynolds is attached, which obviously he is, he's the star of the movie producer. I think this is great. And the replacement director for it, you know, is, I couldn't ask for a better one. Did you see the, uh, Uh, petition uh, for pe- uh, people had to have Quentin Tarantino uh, direct uh, no, Deadpool this is the first 2. I heard of that, really? <laughs> yeah, there was a petition online to have uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino direct the that movie. That would which, be an interesting yeah, twist. It would, be, it would be interesting to see Quentin Tarantino direct a superhero movie like this. I mean, it's got his style of violence mm-hmm. in a movie. You know, he wouldn't have any uh, handcuffs in regards to that. But yeah, I, I, he's not gonna do Absol- this. It's, uh, yeah, definitely. Not. <laughs> he, he he does his own movies. He the ones he writes. So, um, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting that there was actually a petition for that. Not that petitions that even matter. But <laughs> really interesting. I'd never heard of that. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was very interesting. Um, but uh, speaking of losing directors, unless uh, did you have anything else to say? Yeah, on the I mean, <clears throat> along those lines too. Just to throw another side note in there, uh, right. composer, the composer for Deadpool, uh, who did the movie score, also right. just recently left, so he's not going to be back for Deadpool too. That came out today. Okay, but along the same lines, director Tim Miller, man, he's not out of work very long. Looks like he just signed on to do the film adaption of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> wow. From yeah. Deadpool to Sonic, a kid-friendly film. Yeah. Um, Very interesting. That's going to be interesting. It says that it's going to be following the tales of Sonic and his friends, Tails and Knuckles, on an all-new adventure being described as a hybrid CG animated live-action family fun movie. Tim Miller, I salute you, sir. Yeah. You just did the 360 spectrum from Dead Body blown <laughs> up to... A kid-friendly film. What do you, I know. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, I, I know we've heard, uh, I, we might have even discussed it on, you know, one of our first episodes that the Sonic uh, live-action movie was going to, you know, in development. 
but yeah, it's it's cool. I mean, he he you know has a has a vision. He's a, we saw in Deadpool what he can do you know visually. Uh, so yeah, bring it on. I think he's a great person to have attached to this project. Uh, why I don't know, you know, I, I don't know what they can do with a live action Sonic, but to have him attached gives me confidence, you know, in the movie. Um, and if you guys do hear a, a crying kid, I'm not, I'm not ignoring a kid. We do have a mother uh, back there, you know, consoling the the kid. So, <laughs> oh, that wasn't sound effects. No, no, not so oh, much. Oh, that was yeah. sound effects. So exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah. Speaking of directors. Uh, Got an interesting one here because this is the second time this has happened uh, to this movie. Uh, so the the new uh, Flash movie, um, starring Ezra Miller, you know, part of the DC universe. Uh, the new Flash movie lost its second director, Rick uh, Fem- Femua. Uh, he left the project uh, due to again creative differences. Um, you know, again, we don't know the the specific uh, details uh, of everything, uh, but yeah, this is coming from uh, Variety. Um, so yeah, I mean, what do you what do you think about them losing their second uh, director? <sighs> I'm kind of disappointed, and now it's making me question what's going on over there. Um, yeah. I'm reading this article, and um, you know, they have a quote from him, and he said when he was approached, he was very excited about, you know, directing The Flash, and was excited to work with Ezra Miller, and um, he said he pitched a uh, version of his film, he said it had a lot of voice, humor, and heart, and he said it was, Walt was disappointed that they couldn't come together creatively on the project, he did remain grateful for the opportunity, and will continue to look forward to opportunities to speak a fresh, topical, multicultural point point of view. So he said he wishes Warner Brothers and all the cast um, a continued uh, to continue their journey into the Speed Force. So apparently, uh, definitely creative differences. I, I'm in just disappointing. I don't know. That's like you said, second directors almost reminds me of the Gambit. Project. I know. Yeah. It's... Uh, if another person signs on and leaves the project, now I'm starting to be worried. But you got to think about it this way: we we do need to be worried because, as we know, Ezra Miller signed on to do some more movies um, post Flash. So now it's like is Flash Flash more than likely is not to get pushed back production wise. I mean, yeah, he's he's already pre signed to do stuff. Um, I know. Yeah, so, it's, I mean, yeah, it can't be pushed back anymore. Yeah, it's uh, slated to come out March sixteenth, two thousand eighteen. Yeah, this is this is very discouraging. Again, you know, if they lose one director, you know that's understandable. Creative differences it does ha- tend to happen uh, sometimes in Hollywood. Uh, but yeah, to for it to happen again is, and I actually I think this is almost the third time because mm-hmm. I think there was originally someone uh, not officially signed on uh, to direct it originally, and they you know didn't agree on anything. So I mean, technically this is this is the third time this has happened. So I mean, is it is it the the studio execs getting I think, are they just I getting like, too involved? I yeah, mean, I, I mean I think they're definitely are getting too involved. Um, I mean I'm reading this directly. It says. With this unfortunate um, occurrence, while likely to lead to expected March 2017 production start date being pushed to an undetermined future window, possibly to even 2018, as Miller already has a commitment lined up for July of next year. So a later start date would also mean that the March 16, 28 release would be moved to a yeah, future date. So that's, that sucks. 
Oh, absolutely. And I guess that means, dude, that's going to probably change your, the rest of the lineup going forward for everybody else, too, if they have to I know. Um, yeah, it's, push the Flash movie back. So I know. Yeah, so hopefully they can find a director, you know, fairly quickly. Um, and, you know, it's a good director. They have... But, yeah, I, I mean, if they're just now departing due to creative differences, I mean, they're still obviously trying to finalize a story, um, finalize everything that's going to be involved in the movie. Uh, so, yeah, I mean... Coming out out early 2018, you know it's 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 gotta they it's gotta be quick. <laughs> so we'll we'll see what happens with that. We'll certainly let you guys know uh, as that story develops, and let you know the next director uh, that is ca- uh, not cast but uh, signed on for that project. Um, yeah, I mean because I'm I'm excited for Flash ever since I saw you know Ezra Miller in that clip from uh, Justice League. You know the first Justice League trailer. It seems mm-hmm. like it's going to give us you know more of the humor um, in the DC universe. Um, so I, I'm don't want to hold off on it much longer. But yeah, we'll see what happens on it and I'll let you guys know what happens. All right. Oh, I salute you, Flash. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I really, I'm not gonna lie to you. My the future, Brandon, <laughs> is probably happy right now, and I'm yeah. just depressed. Not depressed. I love talking to the fans, but I'm just thinking about Doctor Strange right now. It's hard <laughs> for me not to. It's hard. I know, but we, and we already talked about it on the show, and we're we're thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. It's, it's well, crazy, kinda... man. Future us, you're probably looking down on us, saying, shaking your head, man. Oh man, if they only knew, if they only knew. But uh, but we'll, we're gonna we're about to hop into the telephone booth and time travel over to Doctor Strange, Bill and Ted. Bill another and Bill and Ted. Ted. Bill and uh, Ted. Awesome. I don't even know if that's what they say. Yeah, bro. Excellent. Oh, my iPad is making noises. Sorry about that, folks. Oh, hey, how are you? Oh, hey, oh, hey. hey. <laughs> All right. So this next thing I have here, next story, not thing. Um, seems like we're talking about this like every other week. Hi ho! <laughs> There's a little hintedy hint at that. Yeah, so I mean, obviously Disney uh, is coming out with all these live action movies. Seems like they're annou- announcing uh, the next one, uh, one after the other. Obviously, we have Beauty and the Beast coming out, which there's images for that that just came out. Uh, go check them out. I'll tweet out a link for that. Uh, we have Mulan, Dumbo, Lion King, Aladdin, and now. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter announced that a Snow White live-action movie is also in the works. Um, let's see here. That's pretty much the bulk of the story. <laughs> so, so yeah, they basically Hi-ho. announced Hi-ho. A, a Snow White story, and it's going to be written by uh, the screenwriter Aaron Wilson, who also uh, screw. Uh, did the screenplay for girl the girl on the train okay. um which obviously had uh, probably less than favorable reviews um but she wrote that um so yeah what do you think the snow white i mean it was only a matter it's of time it's off right? to work we go <laughs> um Dwarfs. i can't say i'm shocked at no. all i'm not yeah. even i mean i i feel like they're just going to go through the whole entire cartoon catalog and make a live action movie for everything that they've released so not shocked at all no in fact i'm kind of surprised that this is like further back on their release list to be honest with you it was the first one of the first disney cartoon movies i think they released um 
Yeah, I'm I'm not really surprised, but uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's still, I mean, for all you diehard Disney fans, that's good news to you. I mean, there's gonna be a live action film probably Disney to like 2024 at least a, a movie coming out every year. So yeah, exactly. Um, that's good news for you Disney fans. Yeah, I mean, there's no release date for it or anything, but uh, but yeah, I mean, if, for those of you who are confused, hey, wasn't there already a live action Snow White film that wasn't uh, Disney? Uh, you know, the one with the, there's been a couple, the Huntsman, um, and then whatever the other one Chris was. With the, yeah, and then the other one with uh, Julia Roberts and and the other actors well, and actresses. Well, if you're confused, you're going to be confused more because a lot of studios are just actually doubling up on movies. We're going to have another Jungle Book that's not Disney produced. We're going to have uh, Mulan that's not Disney produced. We're going to also have Mermaid. a Little Mermaid that's yeah. not Little uh, Disney produced. So, yes, if you're confused now, it's only going to get more confusing exactly. a little bit later. So, so you know, tune in to Blockbuster Mentality every week, and we'll try to you know keep you guys up to date We'll try on to everything. guide you through this jungle of madness that we oh, call Movie World. he brought back the jungle. Look what he did there. But yeah, Snow White's coming out. It'll be interesting to see what they do with it. You know, dwarfs and all. Um, but... What do we have next? I think it's time for some Star Wars news. It's time for some Star Wars news, and you still never got a freaking theme song for yourself. So, hey, you know, we, you know, uh, copyright uh, infringement. I'm worried about. You know, I would play a Star Wars song, but you know, yeah, I get it. They're not. They're they're not allowing me to. So, anyways, yeah, I don't have music for it. But uh, but yeah, some things happened in the last couple of weeks. Like this is like Brandon said, we didn't have a show last week, so we would have talked about this, but. Uh, so yeah, the new Han Solo movie just uh, received some new casting news. Lando Calrissian has been uh, the actor has been cast for uh, that character, Donald Glover. He was pretty much the only one that was even in speculation for the role mm-hmm. ever. Um, We've talked about it before. Yep, we talked about it, and so yeah, he got the role. Donald Glover, obviously from Community, um, Atlanta. Um, and he's he's also a rapper. Childish Gambino. Yes, sir. I just learned that like. Last oh, you didn't week. know he was a rapper. Oh, he's <laughs> actually got some good songs too. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He's got some good stuff. Yep. So, um, Sam, what do you think about that? What do you think about? Looks spot on, almost. Oh, definitely a spot on younger version of Lando. Extremely happy with the choice. I think we and we were talking about that Donald Glover. It was pretty much unanimous with all fans. I mean, if. Almost perfect casting. I almost compare it to Patrick Stewart being casted for Xavier. I mean, yeah. that's, to me, if you're anybody who's close to uh, Billy D. Williams and can carry the role, Donald Glover can do it. So, extremely I agree. Happy. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm totally stoked for it. I mean, he's got uh, comedic chops, obviously, and 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 not that Lionel Calrissian was totally um, just a comedic character. Obviously, he wouldn't. I'd say majority was just, you know, more of a, a dramatic, just a fill-in role. Um, but, yeah, I'm, t- I'm totally excited for this. And it's crazy that Donald Glover is pretty much the most well-known name in this movie so far. Not that he's, you know, a household name or anything at this point, but uh, I'm sure more people have heard of him than Alden uh, Aaron Reich, mm-hmm. <laughs> who's playing Han Solo. So that's interesting in itself. I just hope... Uh, it's a bonfire, kid. <laughs> that's the name of a song. 
Yes. Strap a little song Thank on you. Me. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, I just hope that doesn't overshadow uh, anything. I don't think it will. Like I said, he's not that big of a name where people will be distracted by him and be wanting to see him more of him and not you know who's playing Han Solo. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm excited for it. You know, I just hope. I I just hope they do the the character. Uh, they do service to the character and not just try to imitate them. That's one worry about I have about this movie that they're just going to be trying to imitate them too much. Just you know, do right by the character, not so much by just trying to sound like Billy D. Williams or trying to sound like Harrison Ford and things like that. Uh, that's that's the only thing I'm. You just need to get that breathe in that Cloud City air. That's, that's right. You just relax. <laughs> breathe it in. Um, and then another uh, quick story in regards to Star Wars. It looks like it, not totally confirmed, um, but this is from Star Wars News uh, Net dot com. Uh, the real quickly, the article says a few days ago, we happened, uh, to have a conversation with someone in the know about certain aspects of Rogue One while we were talking about the typical Star Wars opening crawls, uh, the source, um, who they, uh, consider to be extremely credible, uh, revealed to us that Rogue One actually opens in a way different, uh, way than the classic Star Wars films. Um, and there's also been, you know, little hints dropped by this by uh, Kathleen Kennedy, who told E.T. Uh, back in July that uh, she said, you know, we're in the midst of talking about it, but I don't think these films will have an opening crawl. She's told that to them. And then even Gareth Edwards, the director, said that I think basically there's a lot of things that I probably can't talk about uh, is probably probably the safest way to answer that. Uh, he said the idea of this film is supposed to be different than the saga films, the whole crawl of it all. Uh, and he says it's funny that people are actually fascinated by this. But yeah, it looks like Rogue One is not going to have that opening crawl. The you know the yellow words in the in the in space, um, which makes sense. I mean, yeah. it's it's I think it should be set apart uh, from this uh, from Star Wars. I don't think people should you know put it along the same uh, uh, trajectory uh, as uh, Star Wars is. I mean, it's it should feel like Star Wars, but. Don't put it up on a pedestal no, like it should you. be, you know. No, I agree with. I actually agree with this whole concept. Don't don't have it. Yeah, make it stand apart. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, I just want to bring that up real quick, and then also in uh, I know we talked about J.J. Uh, Abrams' commentary on the new 3D Blu-ray for Star Wars: Force Awakens, because uh, I mean it's been speculated that uh, Kylo Ren and um, Ray maybe knew about each, met each other before. Maybe they were in training with Luke, and then Luke, you know, wanted to protect Ray once Kylo turned. Uh, but in the commentary during one scene, J.J. Uh, Abrams says, "This moment I think is actually lovely, and the idea that or, I'm sorry, that was the next one." Uh, he says, "One of the new relationships that we were focusing on was Kylo Ren and Ray. They've never met, but he's heard of this girl. So right there, J.J. Abrams confirms that they've never met." Okay. Um, so that's interesting. And he also confirmed that her and Leia have never met. So Leia uh, never uh, knew about her. He said, this moment, this is when you know they embraced each other at the end. Mm -hmm. uh, this moment, I think, is actually lovely. And the idea that these two women who'd never met knew of each other. And they're both four strong and they're both bound by their loss and their strength. So kind of the force brought them together and they kind of just knew that both of them was kind of uh, strong in that aspect. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was interesting yeah. as well. All right. So well, use the force. 
That's right. So we're going to wrap up the show here. Just going to quickly go over some uh, cutting room floor Brandon has. What do you got this week in cutting room floor? Well, Frank Miller, for those that don't know, he wrote The Dark Knight Returns. Um, gave Ben Affleck some, uh, some, some ideals for how he should direct the movie. He said, my dream would be to make it much smaller, to lose the toys and focus more on the mission and use the city a great deal more because he has a loving relationship with the city. Interesting concept. I like it. Keep it small. Yes, sir. Excuse me. And you, yeah, he is in love with the city. Dark Universe director Doug Lineman says this will turn the comic book genre on its head. Or for those that don't know, um, uh, Dark Universe, which used to be Justice League Dark, is based on characters that are, I'd say, B-list characters, Swamp Thing, Xantra, uh, 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 you know, John Constantine, those kind of characters not really heard of um what he pretty much goes on to say that they're gonna keep the script that um del toro wrote and it's gonna be amazing so let's check that out yes sir um james gunn uh we know him he's the director of guardians of the galaxy would direct a netflix show under certain conditions that condition would be that it was never a show that's never been bef- uh, written before. It's never pre-existing. It's a brand new pilot. You'd consider doing it. Kevin Feige gives us a little bit more on the Spider-Man MCU future. Um, he says they're still figuring it out. He says they mean they really got specific for Captain America: Civil War and Spider-Man: Homecoming, and that's just getting wrapped up. But um, he's not going to tell us if Spider-Man is an Avengers. All right. And he says he's not wanting to spoil anything. And as far as his relationship with Fox. Which is a big question for everybody. They own the rights to Fantastic Four. They own the rights to X-Men. He said, well, it's the same as it always has been. I don't want to attribute attribute it to a, a frozen wasteland or anything like that. We all get along, and I see them occasionally. But there is no change in any dynamic. Looks uh-huh. like we're still not getting any Fantastic Four X-Men anytime soon. Yeah, I guess not. Um, we're also going to have a Spider-Man Homecoming prequel comic set. Which is going to explain what happened after Civil War, leading up to Spider-Man: Homecoming. Look for that to come out June 20, 2017. That is 13 days before Spider-Man: Homecoming is released. Oh snap! And last but not least, nothing to do with movies to this degree. If you haven't checked it out yet, there's a fan film um, that tackles Cable and Hope Summers. It is called Cable Chronicles of Hope. Check it out, guys. It's on YouTube. It is very awesome. Um, they did a really terrific job. Uh, it's pretty gritty. Some uh, famous X-Men characters appear. Good storyline. It's going to be good. Check it out. Yes, sir. Can't wait. I'm going to check it out tonight. After Doctor Strange, maybe. All right, Future guys. Future Brandon just smacked me in the face and told me to shut up. He's like, shut up. Just go to the movie. Just go. All right, and that's what we're going to do, guys. But, uh, but yeah, that that is our show. Follow us on Twitter, at BlockbusterCast. Email us any questions. Uh, cons- questions or uh ideas you have for the show uh at um bb entertainment cast at gmail.com and uh we appreciate you guys listening and subscribe on itunes uh rate and review us as well on uh any platforms you're using all right brandon uh real quick uh coming out this week is dr strange did you know that was coming out no Oh man, yeah. I'm so glad we did that review uh, earlier on in the show. I, what we thought about it, I'm sticking to it. Trolls, the new animated film, and Hacksaw Ridge, starring um, Andrew Garfield, directed by Mel Gibson. Do you have uh, predictions for this week? Uh, 
how you think the box office will fall. Yeah, I do. Okay, let's hear it. Well, I have obviously Doctor Strange at one. Oh, obviously. Hmm. Um, I have just because it's a cartoon movie, Trolls at two. Give me Hacksaw Ridge three. And from there on, I just think one and two just could push down to four and five. So, so Boo and Inferno. Yes. All right. Yep. That's exactly what I have. Yep. Doctor Strange, Trolls, Hacksaw Ridge, Boo, and Inferno. So no competition this week. Oh well. Thanks. You know. Make sure you check out the Wonder Woman trailer too. It yep. was awesome. Check yep. it out. Visually stunning. Cool action shots. Comedy. All in the trailer. Yep. We uh, might get into more detail on that next week. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining in again. Subscribe to us and rate and review us, and we'd really appreciate that. All right, Brandon, any final thoughts? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Uh, We're going to go see it, but, you know, we obviously already saw it. You guys already heard our review. All right, guys. That's our show. Blockbuster Mentality. Look us up <laughs> all day, every day, twenty-four um, seven, three hundred sixty-five days a year, twelve months. I don't know where I'm going, but let's do it. And also, hey, I'm actually gonna grab some popcorn and grab some snacks, and I'll catch you guys at the movies. <laughs> <laughs>